This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another episode of the No Ceilings Podcast. I'm Tyler Metcalf, joined, as always, by No Ceilings own AI, AI algorithm, Tyler Rucker. Rucker, how are we doing? Uh, that was a good one from Corey. Um, yeah, if you if you haven't been following that joke, that was a fun one this week. Um, I'm doing great, doing fantastic. Had a, a, a lengthy night of film, graphics, you know, watching some basketball, so running on a little bit of fumes, so I might make some weird comments on this episode but what's better than that I've, I've had my coffee sort of balanced out now i get to talk hoops with metcalf friday tomorrow we got kansas yukon tomorrow Woo, that's gonna be a big one so yeah i'm doing good how about yourself metcalf how are we how are we holding up fantastic just gorgeous weather ton of basketball timberwolves our best team in the league it's just yeah. phenomenal stuff um also ban the charge how many times do i have to say it on here the charge is a coward way to play defense. Get rid of it. Um, You're just saying this, the underneath slide? or Correct. Yeah, that correct. needs the, to the, the, the help that side charge. If you move your feet over. and defend and the offensive player pushes off or just runs through you, I'm fine with the primary defender charge. It's the, the coward sliding in from, from the weak side, not playing basketball and undercutting people at the last yes. second. Cowards. Coward. Um, don't, don't, don't give me this bullshit about sacrificing the body. <laughs> it's Who, terrible. All it does is hurt the player that's helpless yeah you're you're inviting an injury for the guy that's flying through the air i, I just oh think but look at the grit he sacrificed his body to take that charge yeah. I, I need i need the pr agent of the charge call because nothing has gotten more glow up undeservedly so his name is scott foster he's <laughs> an extension three no um, i agree with you all right uh 
enough BS. We got we got a fun episode. Uh, we're you know real stock themed today, so we're just gonna run through some of our early season risers, fallers um, on our personal big boards, um, and then get into the stock game uh, that we did last year. It was a ton of fun. People seem to really enjoy it, so we're bringing it back, and it's based off of Corey's uh, you know community wide uh, consensus rankings. Uh, I'll further explain it once we get to that. Um, but Rucker, let's just talk kind of big picture, biggest risers, fallers for you in this early season. Where do you want to start? Um, let's talk about, uh, my boy Ryan Dunn, first of all, and then that's just an easy layup for me. And then you can really lay the gauntlet down for everyone that hasn't been paying attention. Virginia sophomore, Ryan Dunn. A guy I wrote about him at no ceilings NBA.com. First plug, less than five minutes. We are rolling, baby. <laughs> um, and I just talked about, you know, everyone knows how much I love the Joker. It's just one of the best characters ever. RIP Heath Ledger. But I talked about how Ryan Dunn's an agent of chaos on the basketball court. And he is becoming a bit like wild card isn't even the right statement when it comes to Ryan Dunn because. The outside shot is the question mark. A lot of people have questions about what is his offensive role. I'm buying his shooting form. Um, I think he's just one of those connecting players, glue guys that's really smart. And when we always talk evaluating and scouting, especially this point of the year, we're trying to find an NBA skill set with these prospects. And Ryan Dunn's skill set is a horrifying defender. I mean, he's just unbelievably special. Last night against AM, he had, I think, three steals, five blocks, or two steals, five blocks. And they were not soft rejections. They were volleyball spikes. And he had a couple threes last night. He was two for four from downtown. Looked great. I think he's almost averaging three steals and three blocks a game. It's around like two seven and two nine. It's just absurd what he's doing. And I don't think it's a fluke. I, I think he puts himself in tremendous position on the defensive side of the ball. He's, I think he's the best wing defender um, or perimeter defender. I think he's a sensational off ball defender. He's got great anticipation and timing. I mean, it, it's just, it's fascinating to me, Metcalf. Like, we have so many questions about his offensive game. And I think he, is a lottery guy right now. I really do believe he should be, if he's not in the lottery, he should be on the cusp. He should be in your top 20. So that's just one of my biggest risers right now. I, I thought this was going to take a lot longer to start happening. And now it's just so impressive. That's like, whew, my goodness. Yeah. And the, the defense is, it's just out of this world. Um, I mean, he, he currently has a block rate of 12 and a half, a steal rate of six and a half those are absurd numbers on their own, but to do them together at the same time is it's honestly, it's literally never been done before. Um, at least going back to 2008, when we look at, uh, at Bart, um, I even tried to lower those thresholds to 10 and five, still no one pops up and doing it at six, eight with the strength he has with the fluidity he has the second jump ability and he's quick off the ground the first time he's even quicker off the ground the second time it's scary stuff and the the real question with him is what does that how does that translate 
in terms of offense, because I think the defense is going to be a day one type of thing where it's like, oh, yeah, no, he's an elite defender. Um, we saw that with Herb Jones, where he came in and was an awesome defender right off the bat. We saw that with Matisse Thibault right off the bat. The questions with those guys, though, is where's the offense and where does it come in? And with Herb Jones is a little different because he was a couple years older and was frequently running point for those Alabama teams. So, you know, they're, the the ball skills, the experience in terms of playmaking and kind of initiating the transition offense, that was there. Matisse Thibel, I think, is probably a closer comp to Dunn in terms of the offense. The numbers on offense are solid, aside from the three-point percentage and volume. But, you know, he's shooting 23.5% from three, but his true shooting percentage is still at 62 and a 57.8 effective field goal rate both very good numbers. So it shows you how efficient he is with cutting and finishing around the rim and scoring in the two inside the arc. That's not going to be his game though. I don't think a whole lot in the NBA. So it's, it's really going to come down to the outside shot. And it's so tough because like, personally, I adore guys like who play like this and he's in my top 10. So I'm not trying to say that I'm out on him by any means um, because the defense is that absurd but we kind of see it year over year with NBA guys. If you can't shoot and then you're a negative offensive player, it's really hard to get minutes. I agree. I, I, um, I had him at 36 to start the year and it was just one of those guys that I was like, I, I love Ryan Dunn. I think it's going to take a little bit and then I'm going to end up having him as like a late first round guy. I have him at 13 now. Um, the thing with him that was so intriguing last year and I, talked about this in my piece about him of like i highlighted him as a potential breakout guy i have a piece actually going up friday um kind of little scouting notebook so for all the no ceilings plus you're gonna get a lot of good draft talk about me talking about risers fallers who's getting my attention and i talked about Dunn in that too but i was like i i was really intrigued with him as a freshman because it looked like a sophomore leap guy because of the defense but when you watch him like it's funny he'll be listed as a guard. He's six, eight. When he plays on the court, he's anything but a guard. Like they put him as a big at times. He's a role man in pick and rolls. He's cutting off the ball. He does a lot of garbage duty around the basket and that he just fights to get good looks. Um, it's going to be really interesting if he keeps playing like this on the defensive side of the ball, because I, I keep hammering this home. I think this is the, the draft to find a really good complimentary piece. And like if a team has is if a team's rebuilding a little bit and you've got your offensive firepower, I think Dunn is a sensational addition alongside those because he's a high basketball IQ guy that plays awesome defense. So it's just going to be interesting. I mean, you know, top of my head, let's wait and see. I get it. Scoot Henderson struggling a little bit, but Portland, if you have Shaden Sharp and Scoot and they're firing and all of a sudden you add Dunn to the mix, like, that's where it can make some sense to me, but how high does that go? Like where do, does a team really say like, this is something we need to, to add to the puzzle. So he's just been great. Yeah. And I'm just looking at teams in the top 10 right now, and there really isn't one that I don't like him at. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, Detroit would get a little clunky if the shot isn't a yeah. thing. Um, 
But oh my gosh, I, him and Asar though would be it would be insane. Uh, him and Bilal in Washington would be fun. Him in San Antonio with Vassell and Keldon Johnson and Victor, that defense would be insane. Uh, him in Memphis, just kind of taking over that Dylan Brooks role, that would be awesome. Him in Chicago, why not? Because Chicago, I feel like, is on the verge of tearing it down anyways you mentioned portland him and charlotte next to Lamelo and brandon miller just being that defensive cornerstone for them playing along with mark williams mark williams yeah him in utah him in atlanta like him in okc it's really he would be a Woof. but utah is one that i didn't even think of and that is a really interesting one that yeah that's a utah pick spurs potentially gonna have two picks in like the lottery or right now i think they're like one in ten uh that, I do that's have a close tankathon let me so they're at three with their own and then 12 with toronto's so yeah so that's like one of those where you you have a second pick and you just throw a little kicker to be like yep yeah, ryan done easy check but I, I just think he's become a fascinating study with this class because this class does have question marks and then you got a guy like ryan dunn that's like if you buy the outside shock and come around he could be a revolution of a three and D like just unreal. Like if he ever got to a point where he's shooting 35, 38% from three and playing that defense, no brainer, jump all over it. Yeah, for sure. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. let's move on to a couple of my risers and yeah. a couple guys that I I've been really impressed with. And I did not expect to be this impressed with uh, this quickly in Rob Dillingham and Reed Shepard. Um, yeah. They're kind of the darlings Ooh. of college basketball right now, both coming off the bench for Kentucky. Their numbers have been absurd. I didn't have either in my top 60. Um, I didn't either. We we talked about Reed Shepard after last year's McDonald's All-American game. We both mentioned that we really liked him. He was fun, but we never, I at least I, I'm not going to speak for you. I didn't think he was any chance of having one and done potential. Thought he would just be this awesome four-year college guard. Um, he's making that idea look really foolish right now. And then Dillingham has completely transformed his game from where he was at this time last year. Um, where are you at with both of them? They're unbelievable. Um, that Kentucky game against Miami was just remarkable to see the ball movement. They're really starting to they're starting to look like a team that's played together for three years, and they're all these freshmen. And it's just Kentucky's on the rise in a hurry. It's going to be funny because I feel like there's going to be people out there being like, they need to start Reed, they need to start Rob, and it's like I would not touch what you're doing. This is perfect. Like you have, they're playing fantastic together. It's really cool to see them on the court. Like they have some chemistry um, against Miami. They both had a couple of sequences where it was like shot fakes to dribble in, to get defense to collapse, to kick out to the other. And then um, Reed had a gorgeous like cross court pass that Dillingham read great and jumped to go attack the ball. And then he had an easy lane. 
it's just fun stuff. But I was with you with Reed. We we watched the McDonald's All American game, and I was like, this this white kid can play Reed. Like, and then you hear the background about his parents both being at Kentucky. By the way, his mom looks like she could still give buckets. Like oh, she's yeah. very very a hooper. I could tell in the crowd when they keep showing her. I'm like, yeah, she looks like she would be a nightmare to have to defend. Um, but Reed has been unreal. I was with you. I thought this was a guy that was going to flash during his freshman year. Thought maybe sophomore year he was going to take that leap and be like, are you in or out for that draft? And then maybe go back for one final. Like, okay, this is my year. Now it's like, dude, I didn't have him in my top 60. I'm yeah. at 25 right now. I've I'm buying everything. He I don't really not I it's not I don't care. He just about his height and his stuff and like what are you projecting him? Because he's around six two, six three. So he's gonna have to be a point guard. He makes so many damn winning plays on the court, it's ridiculous. Um, so I think Reed's legit. I think that one and done stock is going to be there i know you'll probably talk about his efficiency it's going to go down spoiler alert because it's <laughs> gonna be higher right imagine now. if it didn't though <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> he shot 60 plus from three all year he'd probably be going number top five at least um and then i just will touch quickly on dillingham it's unbelievably impressive what he's done to yeah. buy in and what calipari and um, that entire Kentucky staff has done with Rob Dillingham because he was at OTE. He was an electric scorer, but it was like Rucker Park status. Yeah, and I was like, if they could get him to buy an into, I always say that like almost being a little watered down, and it's not like I mean that in a bad way, but harnessing that energy that he has to see the game a different way. And now his playmaking has been sensational. I think he just had nine assists with no turnovers against Miami. They're both look fantastic. They're both skyrocketing up boards and it's awesome. All right. Um, I'm just going to run through yeah. a whole bunch of numbers here. Um, I love this. I'm going to start with Reed Shepard. Just, you know, forewarning. Um, all of these are absolutely absurd right now for both these guys. Um, okay, so we're going to start with Synergy. Uh, Reed Shepard currently scoring 1.483 points per possession overall. That ranks in the 100th percentile. Uh, when you factor in his assists, Reed Shepard is generating 1.735 points per possession, which ranks in the 100th percentile. Uh, let's go to play types. Spot-up shooting. Uh, <laughs> just give, give me a number. What do you think his points per possession on spot-up possessions are? Uh 1.3. Oh, oh, that's so disrespectful. 2.0, which, which ranks in the hundredth percentile, uh, transition 1.33, 82nd percentile, pick and roll ball handler, 1.7 hundredth percentile. These are bonkers numbers. Uh, let's go into more of the kind of per game stuff. So oh, before you go, yeah. When we we have to I have to remind everyone every year with college basketball with synergy numbers if you don't know like sixty percent is percentile is really good like that yeah. it's a like NBA sixty you're like eh but with college it's like almost a grading curve so like when you're in 60, 70, it's really solid eighty is really impressive a hundred is like what the fuck? yeah I, I think like I think like the fifties is classified as like above average or good yeah. in college 
it's just ridiculous. So sorry, it's just important to point that out for people that aren't familiar with it. Yeah, uh, so just continuing on, um, his current offense or Kentucky's offensive rating with him on the floor, uh, 150.1. Um, his effective field goal rate, 85.9. True shooting percentage, 87.2. Assist rate, 21.3. Block rate, 4.6. Steal rate, 6.9 shooting 68.8% on twos, 63.3% on threes. It is obscene what he is doing right now. And yes, all the efficiency is going to go down, but the process that he's getting to these results is very replicable. It is very consistent. You can tell that his IQ is through the roof and I'm not just doing the white basketball player thing. You're like, oh, gritty player, high IQ type guy. Promise I'm not doing that when you watch him play, it's just consistently the right decision every single possession. So there will be a cold slump with the shot where it isn't falling. And you know, that those percentages are going to drop by 20, maybe more percent, but the process into which he's getting to everything on both ends of the floor is very real, very replicable and is looking like a dude who is either going to make tens of millions of dollars in NIL money next year or be a top 20 pick. Yeah, I think he's a top I think he's going to be a top 20 pick. Like I It's not fluky. Like we're putting up all these we're talking about all these numbers offensively that are so impressive and then you forget like when you're running through everything they're like, "Oh, he's averaging 3 steals a game." Like coming off the bench I think in low 20 minute per game like it's unreal how impressive he's been. And it's, I really don't think it's fluky. I think it's just a really good high field basketball player. Um, that's just getting after it. And at some point with evaluators fans, you're just obsessed with, you know, the draft at some point, if I'm watching on tape and this guy's always making great plays, I don't give a crap about like, oh, he's, well, he's 6'2". What's his NBA role? Some team's going to be like, he's going to be able to play in the rotation because he just impacts winning so much. And I, he's making good shots. He's taking it when it's there. He's not forcing it. It's just smart player. Um, a joy to to play with. So I, I think Reed's just kicking ass. It's, it's awesome to see. Do you have any comps for him that aren't TJ McConnell? You know, um, I actually have a, a one that like the problem is, is like a lot of guys that he reminds me of are clearly bigger. <laughs> so it's it's tough because a lot of those guys, too, are like, well, they've got better measurables. So that's where it's going to get challenging. Um, actually had someone DM me from Kentucky that was kind of like a, a oh, Kentucky writer. That was, no, it was just he was just like, hey, what do you think? And I was like, Reed's fucking good. Like, yeah. this is legit. And um they're like do you think he's a one and done i was like right now hell yeah like yeah. He, but i was like we got a long way to go but hell yeah and they asked me for pro comps and i was just sitting there and i was like and i was like i don't like to do the white on white but alex caruso but caruso's big and bouncy yeah. so that one you kind of got to eh, throw out the door um mcconnell we, was one of those like i like it but everyone's gonna laugh at that and then how do we I, feel about tyus jones in that ballpark the one that i liked that he's just not the same physical profile, but they play the same way as Derek white. Um, 
but white six, four with good wingspan. So it's tough because like, yeah. those are all the guys that I'm like, that's who he reminds me of. But then you're like, that's two different areas because white's got the, the length to be a combo guard and Shepard's a little bit more like six, two. And I think I don't, I haven't seen an accurate wingspan. I always wait for, you know, yeah, combine for that stuff, but I think it's short. So, but he's stocky. That's what everyone else also yeah. remember. He's built like, so I don't know. You got any, any other names pop in your head? Tyus Jones is probably a good one. I just kind of like Tyus Jones on offense, Trey Jones on defense type of thing. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't have a great one because like you said, the, the size, um, I, I buy the defense a thousand percent. His hands are lightning quick and incredibly accurate. But when, when we look at kind of point guards, it's like, okay, is he Mike Conley on offense? Maybe um, like a little Mike Conley on offense, Trey Jones on defense. I think Trey Jones is the one I kind of keep going back to with his defensive stuff um, just because of, I think the size is a little closer, um, but I think he's way better on offense right now than Trey is. So it, it, it's really tough, but he is killing it. Feels like there's an old school point guard yeah. that's going to like, pop into my head one day and I'm not saying like the Andre Miller because Miller was great and like the post-up game or, or something or like Chauncey Billups like no but like something like that where I'm gonna be like it's gonna pop up and I'm gonna be like okay yeah like that one makes some I don't know he just can play he's just fun and he's really good so <laughs> um it's gonna be exciting but um yeah and, okay. and I, I have to reiterate Dillingham's just been unbelievable so yeah, I, I'm pumped to watch the rest of them are you ready for Dillingham's numbers? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, okay, all possessions, 1.161 points per possession, 90th percentile. Uh, when we factor in his, in his assists, uh, 1.594, 99th percentile. Play types, transition, 1.133, 60th percentile, which, again, Synergy classifies as good. Um, spot up, 1.407. 93rd percentile pick and roll ball handler for scoring 1.667 100th percentile when we factor in his passes into the pick and roll 1.521 99th percentile going into the more per, per game stuff Kentucky's offensive rating with him 133.3 he has a usage of 28.8 which makes the efficiency here even that much more absurd um where comparatively Reed Shepard's usage is like 16.1. Rob Dillingham's is 28.8 with an effective field goal rate of 23.2. True shooting of 24 or 6, 64.6. 24 would have been really bad. 64.6. Uh, assist rate of 41.1 with a turnover rate of 10.5. 3.7 steal rate and 53% uh, from three on 30 attempts. He's averaging 15, 4, 5, and 1.6 a game on 52, 53, 75. Um, and I, I talked about this in my piece going up as everyone's listening to this, but um, the playmaking is just really, I'm it's, in awe of it. Yeah. It's been fantastic because the first, I think first four games or something, he was like, he came into this year and we were like, okay, he's 6'2, 170. He put on all that weight that everyone seemed to add five more pounds every time he brought it up throughout the offseason. I was like, okay, I get it, guys. He put on weight. So I was like, well, he's going to score, but we need something else to get me excited about his game. And now it's like the feel, the vision, 
the playmaking. I think like the first four games he was averaging around 16 a game. Now it's down to like 13, but I think his assists jumped like four in the last, like I think it went from like four to seven or something. And I last three games he's ever, he's had 23 assists to three turnovers. So it's just awesome development, like really good. I love it. That's where I'm like, I'm in. If yeah. this is the Rob Dillingham we're getting, I'm in. There is a, a player at the next level with him, like a hundred percent, because it's just, he has that tight window stuff. And and that's where you have to give credit to, I think Tyler Ulyss is on Kentucky staff. You have to give entire credit to them because they're getting him to be like, see what we see yeah buy in and your game's going to get unlocked and i think it's just been a really fascinating like i did not have him top 60 i will put my hand up because i was like i need to see what rob dillingham's gonna do this year before i invest a 6'2 170 guy that just scores i need him to show me some other stuff and he's showing it so it's been it's been great yeah and similar to Shepard, it's the process with him that is just has blown me away I thought his OTE stuff was awful. It, like you mentioned earlier, is that Rucker Park stuff where it's like, okay, yeah, he's clearly incredibly skilled, but none of this stuff is going to fly at Kentucky and definitely not in the NBA. Can he work that kind of out of his game or kind of evolve it to producing winning basketball? And he clearly is. I he's I, I still get annoyed with how tight of a leash that Calipari has on him and anytime that he makes the smallest mistake Calipari still kind of yanking him and getting in his face on the sidelines feels a little aggressive at this point um given how he's been playing and how much he's adapted and kind of molded his game but the the skill the creativity is through the roof with him the decision making is so much better than I anticipated I think the defense is still pretty rough and I think it always will be given his size but I think he's been a really opportunistic defender with jumping passing lanes, forcing steals, and we see that in the steal rate. So I think if he can continue being that, at least on defense, I think that's enough. And it, at this point, it's like I, I don't quite have him in my first round yet. It's just outside. It's like 33 or something. Um, but he continues this uh, or you know, some level of this for the next couple of weeks. It's like, what else does he need to shoot to need to show? I agree. I mean, it's not the same player. So I don't need everyone no. to be like, oh, this is what he was doing at OTE. It's like, no, don't do that because that's not fair to what Dillingham has done to put in this work. It's not fair to what Kentucky has done to get him to buy into this because I understood he could score. But like when Kentucky got him, I was like, Calipari is not recruiting him to be the OTE player. Calipari right. is recruiting him to work with him and develop and bring out another aspect of his game and against Kansas earlier this year, he got, he got on fire and that's where everyone was like, this is Rob look, but now it's like, yeah, that's in his game. That's great. You need to have something else as a guard, especially when you're undersized. We talk about all the time. You need to bring something else to the table. And if he's bringing fantastic feel vision playmaking with being a microwave scorer, now we've got something. So it's just been awesome. I'm, I'm pumped to keep watching him throughout the year. And I think if he keeps playing like this, I'm right there with you. He's just going to keep moving up, keep on climbing. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, where do you want to go next? We can hit a couple of these rapid fire. Yeah, we can do quick. Um, Dalton neck. Got to give a shout out to Maxwell. 
he's been fantastic for Tennessee. And it's one of those where I'm just, I keep watching him. He just, I think dropped 37 against North Carolina was trying to bring them back in that game, but he's just, he's legit. Um, Maxwell talked about him beginning of the year. He just kept pumping that. And I've watched him closely last couple of games. And I'm like, whoo, this kid can play. So, um, you know, defense, obviously questions, but offense, just a bad man. So I, I've, I've loved watching him. What about you? Okay. Uh, real quick, America's favorite game. Uh, totally original. No one else yeah. in the world does this. Hello. Bit, you can a go little with bit this. So you can go that. with that. Uh, Dalton or Ryan Dunn? Ryan Dunn. Could you imagine if we merged their games and gave Ryan Dunn? That would be Dalton's the number one office. pick, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, spoiler alert. That'd be the number one pick. And would it be close? Uh, Dalton or Cody Williams? Uh, Cody, I actually am drinking a lot of Cody Kool-Aid lately. Dalton or Trey Alexander? Trey. Dalton or Matos Buzelis? Um, It's Buzelis for now. Dalton or Kevin McCuller? Dalton. Uh, Dalton or Riley Kugel? Uh, uh, I, it's Kugel. They're very close. They're very close. I've okay. liked what I've seen from one. I have not liked what I've seen from the other. Okay. That's all I got. To be polite. Um, to be polite. <laughs> are, are those answers the same for you? Uh, for the most part. I, I have um, my 20, 21, 22 is McCuller, Dalton, Kugel in that order. Yeah, I've got I've got Dalton at 28. I've got McCuller at 30. McCuller yeah. looks great. Um, that's another one of my risers. Spoiler alert. So I, I've um, loved what I've seen from McCuller. Yeah, uh, just a couple risers for me. Matthew Cleveland. Uh, yes, you were right I, there. I watched. I'm impressed. Looks good. I was so out on him at Florida State. Uh, they were trying to have him be Scotty Barnes, and that is not who he was. And he has been extraordinary at Miami this year. Um, just outside my first round at 34 right now. Wouldn't be surprised if he sneaks into that and continues moving up. He has been so incredibly good. Um, and then another big riser for me, Donovan Dent from New Mexico. He is so much fun. Um, very, very, I, very fun. Defense isn't really there. Outside shot isn't really there. Um, but might be the best playmaker in the country right now. Uh, his ability to hit skip passes, his creativity, superb at rim finisher too. His creativity is through the roof. Um, he kind of feels like a six two Sharif Cooper to me. Um, you know, maybe that's an indictment and turns you off since Cooper still hasn't been able to make a team, uh, despite putting up bonkers numbers in the G league, but he's been really, really fun for me. Any, any other risers or fallers? No, I had Donovan in my article going tomorrow as a, as a sleeper. You need to start watching. He's really fun. Um, who else do I have a riser? Um, one of my guys I like is uh, Otega away from Oklahoma. I know Steven mm. um, in his piece this week kind of highlighted him too quickly. I just watched him against USC. Um, just a bulldog. I love him. I, I, I've got him. at the, He's on my board. He's in my top 60 now. I didn't have him earlier on, but I just, a name I think everyone needs to watch. Um, kind of was watching film on Milos and, 
JV and McCollum have been great for Oklahoma. And then all of a sudden I was like, who the hell is this kid that keeps popping? And I looked and I was like, sophomore, six, five with, with bulk and length and a little nasty. I, was, I just like some stuff I've seen from him. He's also shooting, I think, 100% from three on four attempts the whole year. So <laughs> good efficiency. So, um, no, I, I think that's a name everyone needs to, to check out. Um, another climber, and then we can move on. I still like Desmond Claude. I, I don't know why people haven't given him some more love from Xavier. I, I'm just intrigued with his game, but um, I don't know. I don't think anybody else I need to go crazy about. I like Caravan. Mukon, yeah. yeah, I like him. Yeah, he just seems like he's gonna play at the yeah. next level for a long time. So I like Caravan. Feels very like George Niang type. Yeah, like is he gonna set the world on fire? Probably not. But is he gonna play ten years? Probably. Probably. Um, couple fallers I had. Uh, just it's mainly the 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 three biggest ones were just kind of freshmen who are you know adjusting still um Adaimara, Kwame Evans, Mackenzie Mbako have been extraordinarily underwhelmed unfortunately with their games um I think Kwame Evans's biggest issue right now is that he's having to play a lot of center minutes um play out of position given the injuries and stuff going on in Oregon so it's not his primary position really steep learning curve for him right now with that so I, I think that's kind of put him behind the eight ball and just in a position to fail um, right now, but who, who, who knows? Well, let's kind of see where those guys are at in a month or so. I got the same ones. Um, I've also, I got a little bit cutthroat with my board update. I got Omaha out of my top 60. I think he, needs uh, another year. same, same um, similar, to, similar to Kwame. They're playing him as a big, you you made a good point. You texted me. You said he's getting the Dylan Mitchell treatment. Yeah. And I said, that's a very good way to put it. Um, who else? Um, Burke, the Yuckton cell from UCLA. I, I moved them out of my top 60. I know people are like, whoa, overreaction. Uh, it, it, things are moving too fast. Yeah. Um, if he switches around and comes back, I won't be shocked. I would gladly get back on that train. Just looks a little too slow. Looks a little timid. Looks like he, you know what he looks like? He looks like a guy that got thrown into the fire in the middle of the seat or in the middle of the first month after the NCAA treated him really fairly. And he's trying to get caught up on everything. And he's just not looking to attack. Looks like he just needs some confidence. So we'll, we'll wait and see on there. But yeah, I, tough for a lot of these freshmen. We always get excited about these, you know, big time yeah. recruits. They don't hit the ground. There's some guys I've dropped down. Um, yeah, I, I mean, El Marco Jackson, I have moved down a lot. Um, probably now that I'm looking at it, there's probably a name I need to swap with him, but so yeah, it, it's just tough, but this is also like, I always say this is movement time. The mm -hmm. second and third big boards of you to do it's movement time. Who's really cement cementing themselves. And we can see people start to, to bounce back, but. Right now, I, I think there's just some clear names that are like, okay, maybe another year, but early. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, that's all I got for those. Let's take a quick ad break and jump into the stock game, and we will be right back.
All right, we're back. Rucker, let's do it. Stock game yes. time. Um, so for everyone that was following this last year, uh, you'll know that I kicked Rucker's ass and made so much yeah. more money than he did uh, last season. Um, and if you're, as I explained this, and if you you start to think of, to yourself of, man, that really sounds familiar to Ryan Rosillo's QB stock game. Um, that's because... It is uh, directly stolen. Uh, so do not jump in my DMs calling me a thief because I'm admitting to be one. Um, so whole premise is that uh, basically every month or so, uh, Corey Toliba uh, publishes a community-wide consensus big board where he averages out the rankings for prospects from a whole bunch of outlets like The Athletic, ESPN, Bleacher Report, No Ceiling, so on and so on. Um, and then compiles a top, I think right now we only have a top 50 list. Um, and then we use those rankings, those average rankings to formulate a stock price for these guys. Um, let me see if I can share my screen. Um, let me, that's not working. And for everyone listening, Metcalf's going to share a screen. That's going to be very, um, spreadsheet. There we go. But don't worry, I'm going to go in here and add a nice little graphic so you guys can screenshot the graphic and follow us along. It, it, it's This is really how, fun. How, how dare you undermine no, the no, 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 of my be, spreadsheet? No, because the spreadsheet's unbelievable and it just shows like, hey, Metcalf is really good at his job in real life until we can make this full time. But <laughs> it's... um. I'm going to make it so everyone can screenshot it and follow along. Cause last year we had people being like, Hey, how can we play this with you guys? Like, what can we do? And we were like, absolutely. We'll, we'll do this. So if you want, we'll either make a document so we can, you know, you can submit what you're doing and, and we can try to track that throughout the year and have some fun and interact with you guys, whatever. But um, we had a lot of requests last year. Like a lot of people being like, I want to play this too. Like, how can we do this? So we were like, okay, we'll, we'll get this set up for you guys. But it's fun because you look at the list now and Metcalf's got the pricing for everyone. There's it's wild and you want to treat it like a stock. So you want to invest in guys that you think are going to climb or make some money. And also me and Metcalf get pumped out of our mind for penny stocks, because if you're like, Oh my gosh. And the funniest is we do this and I see the list and the rankings are always so wild. And then me and Metcalf even joked before, but like, there's so many names. I feel like I'm like, okay, it's penny stocks galore right now, you know, and, but Corey does a great job. Shout out Wolf of Ball Street of, of putting this all together. And I think it's a fantastic thing to kind of compare with everyone. And I just love the stock game ever since Metcalf brought it up. I think it's really fun. It's cool to, to do and kind of monitor the movement throughout the year. Yeah. So this will be something if, if you want to play along at home, here's kind of the, framework of it uh no ceilings plus members i will also be posting this in our discord and yeah i'll, I'll, I'll buy a hoodie and a draft guide or something for the winner um Woo! So a, a little bit of incentive and get, get the competitive competitive juices flowing here but so the way we kind of price these guys out there's just a base price of 100 and then we just take their average ranking so for alex sar his average ranking across all of the sites uh was 2.5 we take that take that base price of 100, divide it by that 2.5, and we get a price of 40. So last year, Victor Wembenyama was one from start to finish, so his price was $100 all year. Buying in him doesn't make a whole lot of sense 
in terms of profit. Um, so we kind of monitor it and update it throughout the year as Corey provides those updates and we can sell or buy or sell at each round. We have a working budget of a thousand dollars to start with and we go from there and by the end of the year, the final price is based off of where these guys get drafted. And that is based and and that determines the final price. And then we average everything out and figure out the total profit um, and declare a winner and get to talk shit and, you know, and, and, and buy a round for the, for the winner um, in Vegas at summer league. So Rucker being the incredibly gracious host that I am, um, I'm going to let you, take the first pick and also once for followers or whatever uh you don't have to abide by this rule but with rucker and i once we invest in someone that means they are off limits to the other person yeah that's a that's a big rule actually that's a really good rule um and if they aren't in the rankings over here if they're not listed then we consider them a penny stock and it's a dollar per share sorry i think that's all no i think you got everything um Oh man, there's just there's just two names that I want to attack viciously, but I don't. All right, I'm gonna. So we got a thousand bucks, correct? I'm gonna buy. Two. No, I'm gonna buy a hundred shares. Okay. Of Rob Dillingham. Ooh, at two seventy nine a share. Alrighty, I um, think that number is. I'm. I guess I'm buying into the recent hype, but he's ranked at thirty five right now, almost thirty sixth. I'm just looking at the names ahead. I'm looking at names he's going to climb into the range of this draft right now and i think he's just going to keep going up and we're going to start getting rob in the top 25 discussion all over the place feel like we're waiting for a mainstream board that all of a sudden puts him at like 16 and then everyone's <laughs> going to freak out so i think he's only going to keep going up oh son of a gun i already okay. realized i made a mistake son of a bitch <laughs> Okay, right. go ahead. I uh, hope you don't do it. I uh, Okay, so I'm going to go with 250 shares of Reed Shepard. <laughs> That's literally what <laughs> I just realized. I was like, no, at, I did At a dollar, uh, since he is not on this board for some reason. Um, might have so. won. He might have just won the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, so I'm down to a remaining budget of 750. We just talked about those guys a ton, so no need to uh, go back into it. Rucker, you have... $720.67 remaining. How would you like to spend that money? Um, give me, give me, um, boy, <laughs> give me, a, I'm really pissed off with my <laughs> last screw up. That was like the gauntlet right there. Give me a, a hundred shares of actually I gotta I gotta be aggressive here. I gotta make up for that mistake. Ooh. I'm gonna go two hundred shares of Dalton Neck. Oh at a dollar ninety-seven. He's currently averaged out at fifty point eight. I feel like 
that number could jump about 30. No, 20. I think he'll jump 20. Yeah, I, I, okay. I think that's that, 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 that was next on my list. That was okay. a oh man, that is a good hurts. one. Yeah. Um, okay. I had to make up there. So I, I really need <laughs> Dalton and Rob to, to make up some ground. Okay. Um, I'm going to go towards the top of the board um, with a guy that I have a little higher. Uh, he's steadily climbing. I'm going Zachary Risa share. Um, good one. Let me kind of play with the price here. So he's at $12 and five cents a share. What does 50 shares look like? That's way too much. Um, we'll, we'll go 15 shares for Zachary for a total of 180.72. That leaves me with just under 570 remaining. Okay. Um, sh- shout out Jonathan Gavoni. Uh, latest mock draft had Risa share at three. I absolutely love that. Are you still buying in on the recent Zachary hype or are you kind of cooling? Where are you at? No, I'm in. Um, I've been in. I've been right there with you. I watched him. He looked fantastic. Um, Borg just played Ratio Farm Ohm. One of my good lifelong friends is actually the player development coach or on the staff for Ohm. And I just kind of jokingly texted him before the game. I was like, hey, let me know what you think of Zach. And it's just shout out Jimmy Rhodes. Just the, um, a guy I really trust his opinion. And he texted me this morning at like 4 a.m. It's like a kid can play. He's like, that, that kid's nice. He's, he's very smart on the basketball court. He just made all the right reads and understood where the ball is going to go. And I told him, I was like, let me know what you think of him when you see him in person. Because when we saw him in Portland drink, I was like, he's got tree trunks for legs and you don't think that. And then he yeah. got on the court and he, even texted me, I think during warmups and he's like, that kid's legs, man. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, I'm, I'm back in on Zach. I, I mean, I was before, but now I really do think like that's a good buy right there. Cause I think he's going to keep creeping up. Um, especially with some of those other names ahead of him kind of having questions. I'd have more fun if I could buy, if we were trying to like just sell, or, I mean, if we were trying to just lose money, I feel like this board <laughs> would be more impressive. Um, Okay, so you got Reed and Zach. Those are two pretty good ones. Who else do I have? Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, Ryan Dunn. Let's stay with the oh Agent of God. Chaos. Damn it! I I'm gonna go uh, fifty shares. Yeah, that seems like a good number. Because he's at twenty six. I think we're going to get him in that 13 to 16 range probably next time. Yeah, that one that one hurts. Um, that one might be tough though, Metcalf, because if he gets up to there, I feel like that might be the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, unless you're it, just it might have riding to be like a sell quick. Yeah, but it, it, like that might be like, hey, okay, let's get out. We're yeah. in, we're out. Um because I don't know if he's ever going to creep into the top 10 unless he starts shooting 40% from three on volume. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think that's his game right now. No. Um, okay. I'm going to stay at the top of the board. Um, I'm going Stefan Castle. For, oh, that's a good one. I liked, I saw, I was eyeballing that. Um, so I think just like, I'm just going to go like 10 shares. Um, 
because I don't think there's a ton of room for movement for Castle, but I think that he could come draft time be the number one pick. Um, he currently average rating of 6.7 for a price of $14.93 per share. Um, I, I I think once he comes back, I think he's going to start climbing pretty quickly. Yeah, I do too. Rumors are he's there was buzz he was going to try to play Friday. It sounds like targeting um, the North Carolina game next week is more realistic. So that would be sensational. Um, that's a good one though. I love him. I got him at number one. So I've I think I have him at two or three. No, three. Yeah, I'm 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 all in on that one. Huh. 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 Um, okay, let's see here. I'm gonna, this is kind of a, a jerk move, but I'm gonna do it. Oh, lovely. Um, I want five shares of Nikola Topic. Oh, because I want you not to be able to buy it, and I want to, <laughs> if he climbs a little bit, I want to be able to sell my other stuff and buy more of him. So, um, yeah, 96 bucks left. Okay. That's yep. good. Um, right on cue. I was torn between him and castle, but I figure my, my thought process on why I went with castle was that I don't think his stock can get much lower with being out with the injury. And as college basketball continues to ramp up, I'm, I'm just curious if the, uh, if the topic hype, uh, stays as high. Um, but again, that's probably a guy come draft time. He's probably looking at closer to a top five, top 10 ranking rather than 11.5 with a 870 share price. So I think that was, well, that, that was well, even with one. those castle, even if you get him, that's big money. If you're even with a small investment, getting up to, you know, if he, go, if he jumps from 6.7 to like four, yeah, you're going to get some good coin back. So I get that. Um, okay. Who else you got? Um, I'm going to go abroad again. Um, I'm going Pukomi Dadie. Boy. And I'm as a penny stock. Oh, boy. Just had a good, speaking of, he just had a great performance against Borg. I loved it. 90? 14 and 18 minutes, I think. Yeah, we'll we'll go 90 shares shares of Pukomi. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, Uh... So you got ninety six twenty three remaining. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, twenty shares of Carlton Carrington. Mm. Good shout. Um. All right. So you know what? Car- Let's make that thirty. Let's make that thirty. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Make oh, that thirty. Yeah. Um. So. Carrington currently average ranking of 51.7 price of 193. Where do you have, where are you at with him? Because the early season competition level wasn't great. Um, Then he played Florida and seems to have gotten mixed reviews. I thought he looked better than others have. Um, Where do you have him? uh, 14, I believe. I have him 17. Here's my thing with, with Carlton um, exploded onto the scene, lower competition look great. Um, 
and then I, I always put the flashing lights up because I'm like, hey, now every team's scouting staff is going to throw the kitchen sink at you because mm-hmm. they have film to watch. They know what to expect from you. You're going to start playing tougher teams. So I'm always like, hey, if you don't struggle here, then oh crap, hold on. But if you do, it's okay. It's fine yeah. because you're a freshman. You got to adjust. Everyone, now you're, you have a target on your back. I'm fine with him right now. Yeah. I, I, I really am. Like, I, I still think this is one of those guys where I'm like, I'm going to stay put and let's give you a little bit more time to adjust and react and see what we're working with. Um, but I'm fine with him. I, I know people are going to start having some questions. And it, of course, this is a new guy. This is a guy that yeah. we didn't have as a, a potential top 60 guy coming into the year. And now it's like, let's wait and see. So I'm one of those like, hey, let me get to conference play with Carlton. And I feel like with those guys too, all you need is one big solid game. And then you're like, okay, I'm back. Like, here we go. And that usually involves three or four falls, four, three or four following good performances so we'll, we'll see but um what about you i i thought i'm right there with you i thought he looks he's looked fine the numbers yeah. have been lower obviously he had a right. triple double start of the year but i think there's still good stuff to see from it it's just i think his steal rate is like incredibly low so i'd probably yeah like, the, the, the defensive stuff the defensive playmaking stuff is rough um i feel like his intention and work rate on that end are solid though like i don't think it's a case of not trying um, he has good length. I think the tools are good. It's super inconsistent right now. He almost looks like he's never really been taught how to play high level defense. Um, yeah. So, and he definitely Intel. gets up while watching all of that kind of stuff. Um, definitely room for growth. Um, need the at rim stuff to pick up a little more. I think it's starting to get there. It was good. It was good in high school. So, I, you know, there are flags there are concerns there are question marks i get all of it but i'm still really impressed with them i think the process uh mostly overall with the shooting the decision making the playmaking is all really good and especially in this class with so many question marks is more than worthy of kind of middle first round late lottery consideration yeah if he's six five with great intel which it sounds like there's been some rumblings that it's, it's very positive then he will be a first rounder if teams are like hey we can work with him he's got a lot of potential um, but we'll we'll see. We'll wait and see. Absolutely. Um, okay. Uh, I'm just going to kind of stay at the top of the board here and go with the guy that I've had number one for over a month now. Uh, Jacoby Walter, 15 shares at 16.13 um, share price, uh, average ranking of 6.2. Wouldn't surprise me if he continues to rise a little bit, especially if some of these G League Ignite guys uh, continue to struggle. So. 15 shares for Jacoby for a total of 241.94. I have $88 left. Rucker, you have $38 left. Okay. Um, I'm going to go. Uh, I didn't see him on here. We're going penny stock time, folks. I'm going to go. Uh, Adu the arrow mm. for 10. Hopefully we get a little jump up there and then pull out um <laughs> go ahead okay um i'll go no i'm gonna show my hand there um 
kind of not loving a whole lot of this. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go Penny Stock. I'll go Alex Tui. Oh, I was just, I just <laughs> found his name and I was literally just about to be like, oh, I'll take Tui for two. Gosh. Uh, I'll go 40 shares, Penny Stock. So okay. I got 48 left. You got 28 left. Um, sucked. <laughs> uh, give me 10 of Alex Caravan. Is he on here? I don't think so. Stock? How do you spell his name? Is it two R's? K-A-R-A-B-A-N. There we go. Classic. Finance guys. Um, okay, I got 48 bucks left. Let's look at the top of the board. Anyone I just want to throw, get a share of, kind of block you out. Um, yeah, now you got to play. This, this is where you have fun. That's why also why anyone listening you should try to play it with like a buddy or because then you could just be competitive and nice. almost when you, when we go head to head, you have to have some defensive strategy, but I don't, I, I don't love the possibility. <laughs> I feel I like there's love a the top whole lot of room to, uh, a whole lot of opportunity to lose money here. Um, that's the thing is with the big names, there's a lot of room to go down. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, there's a lot of names that if they go down, I will be like, oh, I'll buy going back up. Um, oh, I'd love to have there. stock in a lot of them so I could like sell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? We'll we'll do short-term turnaround here. Um, we'll just go Isaiah Collier for one. Ew. <laughs> That's gross. Okay. One um, share for Collier at 31.25. Um, average ranking of 3.2. Uh, he's starting to emerge as the number one player on a lot of boards. So maybe this time next month, um, you know, just flip that share, <laughs> flip that single share for uh, a couple bucks. Oh, that's gross. Uh, yep. I'm not happy about it, but um, I was taking too much time and indecisive. So here we are. Hey, this is gross. I'll go Trey Alexander for one <laughs> because I want to give him some more money. I think he's had a couple bad performances after an outstanding start, and um, I think he's going to bounce back. I think he could get up like 23. We could get a little movement there, and then I can invest some more money. So, okay. So now I've got 14 bucks left on the money. Okay. <laughs> um go ahead okay um i really am not liking most of this first round right now um oh boy you know what screw it i'll go with my guy um ah man i'm really hit he was really bad in their last game no not gonna go there Screw it. I'll I'll take the flyer. I I'm a little worried about how high he already is, but I'll go to Jane Saloon. Um I had him on my list. I think that's a good one. Average ranking of 31.5, 317 a share. What 
I'll just go five shares and now I'm under a dollar. So I'm done. So. All right. I'm going to go to round this off. I'm going to go, uh, five shares of Oso Igodaro. And then I'll just pocket the change so I can have a, is he on here? He is is at 36.7. Cool. All right. So there we go. I have 96 cents remaining. You got 37. Fantastic. We'll, uh, we'll buy and sell and update next month. Once these rankings come out, um, if you miss the rankings, they're up at no ceilings, NBA.com hundred percent free. Uh, go check them out. Really interesting stuff. The variance in this class is wild. Um, really all over the place. So I, I think this could be a lot more fun. Uh, the stock game, uh, than last year's, which was kind of straightforward. Still had a blast. Um, but yeah, I, I will also post this in the no ceilings plus discord and buy a hoodie or something for, Whoever wins that. Um, We're going to have to figure out a way to get the submissions so that people aren't cheating. Yeah. Yep. I'll, I'll have time limits and all that stuff on it. Um, okay. Uh, Rucker, what's the best thing you saw recently in basketball? Um, what is... Uh, there was a couple of things I thought of. The Celtics. Okay. The in, the in season tournament's awesome. Because yep. of the drama now, oh with players God. actually understanding like what's at stake, and the Celtics hackashacking Andre Drummond because <laughs> they needed to try to win by like thirty plus is hilarious. It, it it is absolutely hilarious. You saw players just like turning it up another notch because of like what's at stake. Um, I it's awesome. The yeah. thing with every time like we get change in the NBA, I think we all get nervous. But like we were, we were nervous about the playing games. Now it's unbelievable. We were nervous about this. If they just change the courts and have better jerseys, it would be fantastic. Like, can we just get the retro courts and then like the retro jerseys kind of That'd throw like it back to the old school, like yeah. the T Wolves were like the the jer- the KG black jerseys with the trees <sighs> God, those trims. Are those were unbelievable. The Hornets could wear the glorious ones always like let's let, just just do an old school theme like yeah. throw it back and then make the courts not look like a, a 2k neon party it drives me <laughs> insane so um i think the in-season tournament is going to be awesome especially when it gets to vegas and people are like oh yeah. what's at stake because someone it's gonna be, i was talking with some of my buddies about this someone's gonna grab those guys before the game and be like hey uh if we win this this is what everyone gets and players are like what and then you you almost got to rally around like hey uh the last guy on our roster could be getting like a 500 grand bonus you know what i'm trying to say like yeah. they'll make some joke about it about being like we're doing this for our 15th guy and well and i, um, I think rj barrett was asked about it um and he was like yeah who doesn't love a trip to vegas and potentially winning 500,000 it's like yeah yeah okay fair like it's just I wonder if you're a two way, like, it's just funny how, like, you could be the guys at the end of the bench are like, come on, please. Yeah. I get half a mil bonus. Like, come on. Um, so it's just, I, I think that's great. I think the, the drumming thing was hilarious, though. It's just like, yeah, oh my us. gosh. And, and, and then also, people are like, oh gosh, we got to win this game at this many points. Like, yeah. It's just, it's funny. So, um, what about you? Um, 
I'll go with the guy that I'm that I wrote about for Friday, uh, Miles Rubin, freshman center from Loyola, Chicago. Uh, kind of a deep cut, maybe not a this year guy, but his rim protection and defensive numbers are absurd and like historically great right now. Uh, block rate of 15.5 right now. Um, it's Goodness. the highest by a freshman in the country right now. It's like top five in the country right now. It's like top 20 all time um, on Bart's um, database. So that combined with his defensive rebounding rate, that's over 20. Um, I go through all the numbers in the piece, uh, but ton of potential there moves well in space, super springy, really fun player. Uh, so very intrigued to see kind of what the rest of his season looks like. He's been very good on defense. Um, okay. We'll wrap it up with the green room real quick. Currently I, I, in there. Um, oh, you're going to have to. Oh, there wow. Go. There, there you go. go. I'll update uh, the, I didn't not, update the <laughs> list, but when people are listening to this, I'll post edit the, the graphic up. So, um, so in the green room, we got currently Jacoby Walter, Alex Sar, Ron Holland, Justin Edwards, who is a, on probationary status, uh, Stephen Castle, Donovan Klingon, and Adem Bona. Let's talk about Edwards real quick. Is he staying in? Has he done enough to kind of turn stuff around? Yeah, I think he's okay. okay. He, he, he looked better. I, I know you told me you haven't watched the full Miami. He looked better in that game. Um, Calipari had some really good quotes in a press conference for those that didn't listen. It's just him talking about like Edwards is going to be fine. He's got a lot to stuff to show. I think they're asking a lot of them, you know, being down big man wise. Like he's had a couple games too, where things are cooking in the first half. Like he's looking like he's like, Oh, this is like being a game where Edwards finishes with 17 and eight. And then everybody else on the team gets hot. So it's just kind of like, I, I think the aggressiveness is going to come out eventually and he'll be a little bit more comfortable. But we talked about this earlier. We're like, well, we had him so high to start the year. And then I was like, I hate that we're going to move him down and yeah. he's going to start playing good. So I, I think it's trending in the right direction, but yeah, he's, he's in right now. I was very close to being like, no, he's out, but yeah, I thought he was good last game. I, I tend to agree. I, I think steps are going in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, shots starting to fall, which always helps. So I think he's still in, you know, keeping an eye on him, but he's safe right now. Uh, in line, we have Garway Duell, Bronnie James, Zachary Risacher, uh, Nikola Topich, Trey Alexander, Bob Carrington, Kevin McCuller, anyone you want to nominate to get in line. Um, and what? Oh, while you I just found a name. I should have got on the <laughs> damn stock game. Um, I can't. I don't. <laughs> can't do it. Um. Oh, I got to remember that. Okay. Uh, I want to... Uh, Cody Williams. Oh. I want to nominate Cody. Okay. I like that. Where do you have Cody right now? I have Cody at 15. I love that. I have Cody at Where 10. Where do you have... Oh, good. He's looked good. He, Yes. He looked like a uh, what we this was going to start happening in two months, and it yeah. looks like it's happening now. And we're like, oh shit! Which here we makes go. What two months from now could be very exciting. Yeah, well, um, I mean, it was everything we. I know we've talked to NBA people, and I've talked to people, and everyone was like, it's a matter of time, and when it does happen, 
buckle up for your life. I, I wrote about them in my piece for tomorrow and I've quoted someone I talked to and they're like, when it happens, yeah, buckle up for the ride. And, and looks like it's starting to happen much faster than we were expecting. And, um, yeah, so I'm in, okay. well, but, but I'll nominate Cody. Okay. A little, little quick, this or that, uh, Cody Williams or Ryan Dunn. Um, Ryan for now. Uh, I have Cody, them two spots separate. Cody or Risha Share? Risha Share. Uh, Cody or Buzelis? Cody. Yeah. Come at me, Gen Z. <laughs> uh, <laughs> last one. Cody or I think you had this guy higher. Uh, Dalton. Cody. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm going to nominate Reed Shepard. We talked about him a ton. Oh gosh, that's a good one. Um, so he's in line. So out of everyone in line, uh, Dual, Bronny, Risa Share, Topich, Trey Alexander, Bob Carrington, Kevin McCullough, Cody Williams, Reed Shepard. Is anyone getting in this week? My early reaction would be that it's got to be an international guy. They both deserve to come in. I would probably lean. We can't. This is an unbelievable comment. I usually don't praise myself before I say it out loud, but this is an unbelievable comment. This should be rich. We can't have Garway come in and start fights. (laughs) (laughs) Did you did you watch that full game? Uh, I haven't watched the full game. That that was was unbelievable. That was chippy from start to finish. So the fact that that happened is like, oh, that it it felt like that was brewing from literally anyone on the court the entire game. It was the the full first time I saw it, I was like, oh no, Garway. That was, and then when I saw it zoomed in slow motion, I was like, oh, good clap back like i was like i would have punched someone too if they threw a little chin music to me out of nowhere my my favorite Um, thing from that was people trying to act like that's really going to affect his draft stock that's going to do nothing to his draft stock unless i moved him up exactly (laughs) i i I, he's had a couple duds yeah he he was bad last game yeah um so garway can't come in because he's a he's he's on probation right now (laughs) um on probation of being in line. I would say Zach, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I think he's done everything you need. What else? Who, 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 are we getting too many euros? No, we have we have good euros. I mean, we have Zane Alexander, who also spent time in the states, so he's kind of like the best of both worlds. Um, who else did we have? We have an, we had another international guy. Uh, just Bona. Oh, Bona. But yeah, that that's it. Um, yeah, we need Risha Shea in there. Unless you're thinking Topic. No, I I was torn. I was between either of those guys. Um, so I, I yeah, think Risha Shea makes sense. Um, I think that's an easy one. He's Perfect. French. You know, he's got a knowledge of fine wines. Underage, but you, when you're in France, you get educated on fine wine so if anyone needs to get a bottle of wine he can make a good recommendation please drink responsibly um yeah and he's got some confidence he's surgeon you know like all the guys that know him from hoop summit drink like they're probably like he's kind of quiet and now zach's walking in with a little extra pep in his step he's like no hey guys what's going on vive la france (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, he, he, he's got his swagger back. He's got his confidence yeah. back. So yeah. yeah I, so we, if we did this five months ago, I'd be like, Oh, what a buzzkill. Like, You'd be at the back of the line. Be like, Come on, I've been here for months. Like, <laughs> And you're going to stay there, buddy. Um, uh, no, he's really turned it around. He's been awesome. So, all right. Love it. So currently Jacoby Walter, Alex Sar, Ron Holland, Justin Edwards, Stephen Castle, Donovan Klingen, Adembona, and Zachary Reese share. Uh coming up on 14. We'll cap it when we get there. And you know, it's gonna they'll, get they'll, 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 they'll be movement. People. Yeah. But Rucker, this is a blast. As always, he is Tyler Rucker at Tyler underscore Rucker. I'm Tyler Metcalf at T Metcalf eleven. All of our work is at no ceilingsnba.com. 100% free for the daily stuff. And we have a, a paid tier with really exclusive, really fun, informative stuff um, at No Ceilings Plus. So go check all of that out. Please, if you enjoyed this uh, episode, along with all of our other episodes throughout the week, please make sure to uh, subscribe, rate, review, all that fun stuff. Until next time, see ya.